Hey everyone, it's your plus size vixen and I'm back with episode number 16. The title of this episode will be motivation. We're going to talk about what motivates you, how to stay motivated, and also some new and upcoming things that I decided to do with my plus size vixen brand. Now today's Sunday. July 21st, I just realized I went almost a whole month without recording one show, but that's fine because I've been doing a lot of self-reflection and meditating and motivating myself in other ways. And um, the reason why I think I'm calling this particular podcast motivation, because I'm kind of interested in to know or better yet to understand what motivates you. I know a lot of us are motivated by athletes, a lot of us are motivated by actors and actresses, our family, teachers, um, co-workers, supervisors, the list can go on and on. And for me per se, I'm usually motivated by people like, you know, life coaches like Iana Van Zandt or another life coaching author, which is Lisa Nichols. Um, and my list goes on and on as well. But a question that came to my mind this week is, what happens when you watch all the YouTube videos, the shows, read all the books, um, the listen to the podcasts and stuff like that? What happens when you stop? Because someone can keep giving you a positive message, an uplifting message, a motivating message, but things don't happen to actually transpire until you actually do the work. And um, I wanted to bring that to you guys because I realized we put a lot of these people on high platforms and we'll sit here and we'll put their quotes on social media, we'll put their quotes around our workspace, our home space, you know, we'll tell a friend, tell a family member, but those are just words, those are just sayings, those are things that maybe we could have looked up on Google, or we probably said it ourselves and even realized it, but since it came from somewhere else, or from someone else, it seems so powerful. But again, somebody can keep telling you, you know, keep pushing. You're almost there. You know, it's a process to get to the end of the road or, you know, it's a light at the end of this dark tunnel. But when you don't actually put the work in, how can you see the good of anything when you just keep listening to somebody telling you how great you are how amazing you are you got these gifts and let's unleash them let's unwrap them let's give it to the world step into the you you know even for example that's like going to like a therapist or counselor they can keep giving you all the tools you need but in order to build that house in order to build your life reestablish it you know to set a better foundation of what you're standing on you actually have to do something you have to take them tools and start putting it to use so I guess I started saying to myself is when are we going to be our own motivation our own self-motivation because mind you these people motivated people so much that they're on high platforms to motivate other people 
These people are great motivators because they tell their life story. They tell what they've been through, the hardships, the trials, the tribulations, and how they overcame. And they didn't just overcame by reading books. They didn't overcame by just citing positive affirmations, doing yoga, meditating. Like they actually had to do the work. They realized what they were doing was not working for them. So they had to do something different. And I think a lot of times we get stuck in a certain place because we don't want to do something different. Because sometimes different is uncomfortable. Being the only one doing it is uncomfortable. Trying to set a new change in our lives is uncomfortable because we don't know the outcome. So when you don't know the outcome of something, you want to continue to keep doing the same thing because it feels comfortable when you continue to do the same thing compared to not doing something different. And again, we can't sit here and complain about why my life ain't changing, why my relationship's not changing, why is my job still the same, why is this, why is that, if we keep allowing ourselves to stay in these places. Now, here's the hit and miss of that. Somebody could be like, oh, well, plus size vixen, that sounds great, but you just can't get up and leave things and expect things to change. I would never advise anyone or say to anyone, in order for your life to change, you should do some dramatic stuff, like leave your job to go find a new job. I would never tell you that. Or I would never say, break up with the person you're with to find somebody better. I would never say that. But what I would say is, maybe we need to take a step back in what we're doing and figure out how we can do that maybe differently. For example, let's go back to the job one. You don't like the job you're at? Boss getting on your nerves? Coworkers are petty? Whatever it may be, that's it. It don't have no structure. It seems like everything's all over the place. Let's take baby steps. Let's do career tests. Figure out where should you be at in life. Because I'm never going to sit here and tell everybody that you should go to school in order to have a better life. Because let's be honest, going to school is another bill. And some people, you know, don't need to add more debt to their life. So I'm not going to say that. Maybe take a career test. Pick up a trade. For, and then if you find a field that you're in that, that works for you, from them tests you took, then start talking to, talking to the people who are in that field. Start networking. Update your resume. Let me tell you something. Believe it or not, you could put whatever you want on your resume. You could be whoever you want to be on your resume. So never think that, oh, you know, some people are so scared of, oh, I must tell the truth on everything. Sometimes your truth will stop you from getting, getting used to where you need to be. If you got to thesaurus up some words and make things sound a little bit better to get you to where you need to be, hey, you got to fake it until you make it. And I'm not taking away from that because sometimes you do. You might have to get into, make yourself seem more than what you is. Because if you seem like every person who's applying for this job, why should I pick you? Your resume needs to stand out. It, it might need to fix it up. Not only just the vocabulary or the language of your resume, the style, the look of it, whatever you need to do. 
step out your comfort zone. Now, I know plenty of people took them career tests, plenty of people probably networked, plenty of people probably changed their resume, and they still feel like they ain't getting nowhere yet. But again, anybody who knows, finding a job isn't easy. And sometimes it feel like when you do find one job, you feel stuck that you can't get up out of there. Uh, when, with that being said, you just got to keep the faith. Whatever your whatever your religion is or spiritual beliefs is, you got to keep the faith. Keep putting yourself out there. Keep networking. It's, it's so many different job websites. Monster, Indeed, whatever it is. Post up. I feel like make it your business every three months to update your resume. Update that resume. Repost it up on there. You know, make sure it's public. People can see it. Take maybe 15 minutes. What? Out your day and send it out to jobs that you see. And, of course, networking. I feel like sometimes it ain't what you know is who you know. If you could get into the good networking and meeting people in that field that you feel like this is that it job for you, then you need to network. You need to, you know, go on Eventbrite, go to these events and people don't realize that Eventbrite has a lot of different events on there. It's not just for partying and good times. They have networking events on there. They have events on there that might you can meet some people who know some people to get you to where you need to be. Now I wouldn't say fully hold those people accountable neither. You know we gotta do our own work. But if you can get some good people that can give you a boost to get you where you need to be then do that. The same thing when it comes to a relationship. Granted, no relationship is perfect. Yeah, I mean, granted, this person might appear to be Prince Charming. This person might appear to be your queen. But everybody got their flaws. And you have to say to yourself, what am I willing to deal with? What am I willing to put up with? What am I willing to compromise with? And once you have an understanding of that... You can honestly be the best you. I feel like a lot of time, especially with women, we tend to settle more because, and I'm, and you know, I'm assuming this could be a reason we don't want to be alone. So since we don't want to be alone, since we don't want to be that girl, that, that grandmother or that aunt or your own mother be like, oh, why are you not with somebody? What's wrong with you? Or, or you don't want to be that only girl who seem like all their friends got a man, but you're the only one sitting here who's single trying to figure it out. Cause let's be honest, you could read all you could read all the books about how to make your relationship better, go to the seminars, listen to the podcast, but sometimes you might have to take a good look at yourself and ask yourself, well, why do I allow certain things or why do I, you know, feel like I'm allowing myself to settle because I'm too am I too worried about what people think or am I too worried about my image or I'm just gonna make it work because if I leave this person then what am I gonna have that might take some self-reflecting to do because you know again I'm all for understanding that nobody relationship is perfect but at the same time if you don't feel joy and happiness when you're mentioning your partner's name and you just feel like blah like you know or this chick you know time to do some self-evaluation you have to think to yourself we allow people to treat us how they treat us nobody is not going to mistreat you if you don't allow it 
So if you allow a certain kind of behavior, that's what you're going to get. And the bad thing about it is once you allow it, it's really hard to reverse it. Because that person going to look at you now like, well, what's your problem? We was doing this. We been doing this. So why are you all bent out of shape? So you really, truly have to be careful when it comes to being in a relationship. And before you even get into the relationship while you're dating, fully focus in on what's going on around you. What this person is saying to you. The problem is sometimes we want we see what we want to see. We hear what we want to hear. And we paint these pictures that sometimes ain't there. And one thing I learned throughout this lifetime, when a man say something, that's what he means. Women are the only ones who make things more than what it is. Men are clear and direct. <laughs> they say they want a sandwich, they want a sandwich. Don't go in that kitchen and make him a five-course meal when he just had the sandwich. Or if he said, all I want to do is fuck, and it, I mean, you know, have sex, sorry. And you decide to do it, and now all of a sudden, a couple months later, you talking relationship, and he looking at you like, oh, I wasn't looking for that, I was just looking for a good time. You can't be upset. Because I feel like sometimes, especially if I stay right here on the relationship thing as women, we feel like we could change somebody. We believe in our heart to heart that we could turn somebody around and make them feel good about themselves. And at the end of the day, if this person ain't happy with self, you coming along and trying to tell them something is not going to change their perspective. So, beloved, stop. Stop. When somebody's being direct and clear with you, stop trying to paint an abstract picture when it's just a regular flat picture stop trying to make something flat 3d but again like i said self-motivation i believe it's important to have self-motivation because again you can listen to all your favorite people who talk all this positivity speak all this stuff into your life but if you don't actually do like how how is it said again faith without work you can't want to have a house but you ain't saving up money you can't want to write a book but you ain't even start actually writing something you can't expect this world should be giving you so much i should have a million dollars i should have this yacht i should have a car when you're not pending no work no work equals no results we that we can go on and on with that that's the same thing with trying to lose weight you can't say like damn i want to shed 10 pounds but you don't work out you don't drink water you don't at least try to change the way you eat but you want to lose 10 pounds you have to actually do something for them pounds to move. And not to be funny uh, with the celebrities, they could sit here go on these fad diets, get these quick little surgeries that you wouldn't know nothing about and come out next week and look like a whole nother person. You'd be like, well, damn, wasn't they just? But that's how quick their life move. Your life is not that quick. You're not sitting home day to day um and having a team book doctor's appointments for you cooking you food and making sure you work out you're your own team you gotta wake up in the morning you gotta work you gotta book your own appointments cook your own meals make sure you go to the gym spend time with the family xyz so that's what i mean by self-motivation you have to motivate yourself i remember having a conversation about personal trainers and a little bit i was against personal trainers because i was like so wait 
I'm going to pay somebody monthly. And these these monthly payments range. Sometimes I feel like the range is a little too high. But, you know, I'm not knocking on one's career. But I'm going to pay somebody to show me how to work out. And again, I know we all took gym class. So we all got the basics down. Push-ups, sit-ups, jumping jacks, touching your toes, running in place. Little stuff like that. So, and granted, the only thing changes as you get older is your body. So, if you're able to still do some jumping jacks, push-ups, sit-ups, you halfway there. Only difference now, you're adding weight when you go to the gym to your workout. That's about it. But why am I paying somebody? I'm not too sure if it's a monthly, weekly, or bi-weekly fee to keep showing me how to work out. With all the YouTube channels and with all the stuff that you can maybe find anywhere, the apps, the workout apps, Pinterest, you can motivate yourself and be your own trainer. But some people feel like they need that. And I never want to take away from those people. Some people might need somebody to push them. But what happens when that person is no longer around to push you? You going to fall back down into the hole that you was in because you always need somebody to pull you up and to get you where you need to be? I need you to find your own self-ability, your own self-strength. Because at the end of the day, somebody could speak all this greatness into you, speak life into you, tell you how great you're going to be, how pretty you is, how beautiful you is. But if you don't believe that yourself... It's pointless and it would never go nowhere. Motivate yourself. You want to do something? Stop looking for validation in other people to advise you how you should do it. Stop looking for a team of people to understand your vision. See, we as people sometimes, we want to be accepted so much that we'll tell people so they could be on our team, so they can show up and da-da. And as soon as they don't, baby let somebody not show up to an event now it's like the world coming to an end or let's or let phrase or let's bring it back a little bit say Finch, you came up with an idea see i'm one of them people right i stay with ideas and i go tell somebody my idea and they kind of shoot it down now i could have been stopping my dream or whatever blessing god just gave me because now i could have been like oh you know what i want to write a book Somebody can be like, oh, about what? So now you go back to the drone book, like, damn, that issue. What am I going to write about? Or somebody could say, oh, you know what? I'm going to start a company. A company? That costs money. What money you got? Oh, you right. Or, ooh, I want to lose weight. Hell, every time I turn around, you got something in your mouth. So we let them negative thoughts about us consume our life. We let them negative thoughts about how we should be and what we should be doing stop us. And again, we got to understand motivation comes from within. If you motivated yourself enough to believe that, yo, I could be the next best time selling author, then do that. Don't sit here for a victim to what people want you to um, assume you can't do, or if you believe you can have the next Fortune 500 company started, 
ain't nothing wrong with coming up with a business plan, going to the bank, getting your finances together, talking to people, going to different business networking seminars to learn better. Because you got to think about it. Everybody who started something started somewhere. Nobody started at the top. Nobody started with the million dollars in their bank account to start their business. Nobody started a book with all the greatest ideas. You know how many authors and directors came up with movies and book ideas that, for example, people thought Harry Potter wasn't going to be great. This is like, a, if I, I'm not sure because I don't never want to misquote something, but I heard that's like a million dollar thing, that book. And it went on to make more books and more books and more books. Everybody not going to believe you. Everybody not going to see your vision. But you have to understand, if you coming up with your idea moved you in a way, made your heart skip a beat, made your skin crawl, then you should tap into that. And sometimes I know it sucks because it feels better when people want to, you want to be accepted, you want to be validated by others. So you want people like, yes, girl, yes, boo, eh." but everybody not going to be your cheerleader. And it's not about that. Because the biggest lesson I learned in this lifetime is the people who know you won't always be there to support you. It'll be other people. It'll be strangers who support you quicker than the family, than the friends, than the co-workers. And not to take away from them people, but sometimes it's people you don't know who will see your vision and want to and want to tap in and honestly help you build that brand, build that book. Build that weight loss program because they see something in you that's like, hey, if I assist this person, this can be awesome. This can be wonderful. Like, I see what they're talking about. So don't never feel discouraged if a family, friend, a coworker, whoever don't see what you're trying to do. It's not for them to see. They got their own vision they're working on. They trying to figure out themselves what makes them happy and what moves them and how they can get from point a to point c so you coming along with all the ideas and you just trying to be like hey what about this hey what about this after a while they just be looking like all right girl that's what you want to do but they not about to sit here be cocoa cuckoo for cocoa puss for you never look for that never I'm telling you, self-motivation is the best motivation. Continue to read your books. Continue to say your self-affirmations. Continue to meditate. Continue to pray. Continue to your spiritual beliefs. But again, you have to put some work in. Nothing comes overnight. When you go to sleep, all the stuff you talked about ain't going to be in front of you or nor behind you. You actually have to put some work in you actually have to trust the process if this is what you're supposed to be doing you'll be doing it and if not you only stop and do something else just because you started signing on me you gotta finish it you know what i'm saying things happen life changes but just remember you can always go back never feel like once i start something i can't go back you can always go back You have to keep pushing forward. You have to understand that this is your life. And once everything's said and done, you don't owe nothing 
to no one when it's time for you to leave this earth you leave this earth by yourself you're not leaving with the friends you're not leaving with the family you're not leaving with the spouse the boyfriend big father whatever it may be you're leaving by yourself so you need to do things that make you happy regardless of what anybody thinks regardless of how anybody feels your feelings are the most important feelings you can ever have in life this controls everything about you from your brain to your heart to your to all your organs like you need to do something to set up a foundation for your family you you know what i'm saying to honestly tap into what makes you great because when you're doing something you love it's not work (laughs) i remember reading that on a billboard when i used to always make my way to newark it was a horizon billboard when you do something you love it's, it's not considered work and I used to be like, dang, well, I want that feeling because I'm tired of feeling like I'm clocking in doing something for somebody else. But you know what else changed my mind? And I, again, I said I listened to Lisa Nicole. I think it had to be Friday. I was watching a video of hers. And she said the best way to look at your job is look at it like this. My investor is investing in my dream. Now, investor is the job. So the person you're working for, you, you get paid. You get a compensation for the work you do. So always look at that work benefits your dream. So if you really got a dream, you need to start taking up a portion of your check and financing that dream. You want that book and you know it's going to cost you some money to publish it. Take a good, depending on what you get paid, 5%, 10%. Whatever it is, and have your check be deducted into a savings account. And that savings account be financing my dream. And when she said that, I was like, yo, that is honestly true. I never even looked at it like that. I just looked at work as, oh, I got to pay these bills. And when I pay these bills, it's going to get cut off. Bill collector going to be calling me. So let me do the best I can do to get these bills paid because Lord knows I don't need that. And I sure don't want that. The worst thing in the world is when a bill collector or somebody's calling you, telling you they owe you some money. Because you'd be like, well, damn, this is the money I worked for all week and now I got to give it away. But a positive way of looking at that is that's what it does do. Because, you know, we find extra money for the going out, the you know, eating out with friends, going to the clubs, you know, going to the movies, whatever else we do. Let's take a percent of that check and finance your dream. Your dream can't come true if we're not putting something into it. And besides financing it, come up with a business plan, no matter what it is. Because you need to be great. So when you do leave your job or wherever you're at right now, you can be actually great. You will never have to worry about, yo, I have to return back because this ain't work out. You want to leave and never look back and be like, this is great. I'm doing something I love. I'm happy. I set my own hours, whatever it may be. But you have to, again, self-motivate yourself. You have to be the one who keeps pushing and building the team yourself. I'm honestly just learning how to trust people. I'm not going to lie to you. We all been through this, especially since a young age. People lie, hurt your feelings. They do whatever they can do to break you. So as you get older, you start building the walls, building a foundation. Like you don't even want to be bothered no more because now you start to feel like, yo, I can't deal 
you know, so you keep people to a distance. You, you know, you and anytime you do got something brewing, you rather keep it to yourself because you ain't too sure if the people coming around you, if they around you for for support or surveillance. Let's tap into that. Are the people around you here to actually support you or to or to surveil what you're doing? Or to surveil what you're doing. And if you got people around you who are not supporting you and just trying to watch and see what you're doing to to figure out how you're doing it, then you have to rethink some things. Now, don't get me wrong. Everything is a process. And when you're trying to fulfill your goals, fulfill your dreams, you're not too busy trying to watch the people around you. Because now you're taking away from the goal. Now you're taking away from the dream. But just always remember, you're going to have to trust people again. And I'm not just speaking to you. I'm speaking to myself, too. You're going to have to trust people again because some people around you might honestly can bring the best out of you. You know what I'm saying? Some people around you might have connections to things you might need to be connected to, like photographers or maybe Um, people in a certain kind of field of business that can open up doors for you. But again, while you're learning to trust, be okay if that trust turns around as distrust and that person wrongs you. Because one thing in life we can't control, we can't control others, but we can control ourselves. And the beautiful thing about that is since you're learning to control yourself, you have to learn to control your emotions. Because nobody has to treat you right. Especially if that person never been treated right. Because hurt people try to hurt people. Right or wrong. Hurt people try to hurt people. So if they've been hurt, been bruised before in their life, sometimes people, since they hold that hurt, now everybody around them going to hurt. Or anybody they come in their path going to hurt. And you have to be okay with that because you got to understand you wasn't the person who did them wrong from the beginning. So if that person you meet never healed their wounds or never dealt with whatever trauma experiences they went through, just know it's chances that you might get the wrath of something you even asked for. And be okay with that. And thank them for their time that they spent in your life to give you what you need and just keep it moving i felt like on that note i was talking to myself that just felt like a release of something i was trying to give to you guys and also to myself but be okay with certain things because we don't have the control over certain things another thing i was thinking about besides self-motivation like i talked about and maybe other podcasts Recently, I was looking over my podcast. I think I started this last year. And I was like, yo, I just want to talk to the people. And, you know, I want to get into their ear. And, you know, mostly like the newer generation. And, you know, because I'm I'm living this right now with y'all. I watch the love and hip hop. And I know about the hot girl summer, hot boy summer. You know, I'm a part of this generation. You know what I'm saying? So I want to reach more people of this age. You know, maybe no older than 35. No, um no younger maybe than 21 like I understand you know I've been through some of those doors I've been through some of them houses you know I dibbled and dabbled you know I guess how the old people like to say I live life (laughs) sis you ain't telling me none I ain't never heard of seen of tried before you know and again I guess that's what makes me humble that's what makes me human because I've 
I've been there. Oh, I, you know, I've been like how you know how they say been there, done that. Like I've been there, done that. So it's nothing, or not too much of nothing. Somebody can tell me that I'm like, mm. now don't get me wrong. I heard some 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 interesting stories and some shocking things, but it's nothing that really takes my breath away. You know what I'm saying? Especially growing up in an urban community. You're bound to hear a little bit of everything. <laughs> You're bound to see a little bit of everything. So at this point, it just becomes a part of your norm, if I may say. So like I said, with self-motivation, you have to find in yourself to motivate yourself. You can listen to all the people. They can sit here and push you and motivate you. But if you don't actually do the work, things are not going to change. And in order to change, in order to be better people, you have to do something different. I think I kind of jumped around. So let me get back. So way back when I started a you know, started something called Plus Size Vixen. I was trying to get more into the modeling industry, so I guess I came up with an alias, Plus Size Vixen. I'm plus size. I feel like Vixen always sounded sexy and, you know, whatever, and I wanted to love the skin I was in. And since I was plus size all my life, you know, I definitely felt like, let me make plus size seem like a good thing. Now, as the world been evolving, being plus size is way more accepted than it was back in the day, especially when I was growing up. Being, I guess, chunky, thick, whatever, it, you know, whatever nickname they got for it now is more accepting and more appealing. Because before, growing up, if you was a little bit bigger than a snicker, you know, dudes wasn't too much looking at you. They wanted your skinny friend, skinny cousin, or whoever it was. So, with that being said, I started a teacher line. And, of course, I put somebody else's dream, my dream, in someone else's hand. And I guess I was trying to start the line. And I just felt like my mind was all over the place. I had all these designs. Mind you, I sat and I came up with all these designs. I went to the person. I felt like they couldn't do this. I felt like they couldn't do that. And then once I wanted a bulk of shirts, I'm like, oh, financially, I was like, oh, my God, I don't have it for all of that. But thank God for patience. Thank God for time. Thank God for allowing me to actually do more research, get into the field, and talking to more people. I revamped my line. And it started a little bit after the Push Foundation. Since I said before on podcast, I'm still a graduate student. Thank God this is the last year. I'm learning about clinical mental health counseling. I realized... I created the shirts for my organization, Push for Mental Health Awareness. And I didn't let somebody else create it. I went, you know, on different websites. I looked on different pictures, came up with a logo, came up with a font, came up with everything. And it's been booming. It's been honestly great. And that's where I came back to Plus Size Vixen. Because I also have that as an Instagram page, Plus Size Vixen. Plus size vixen dot blogger is the Instagram page because I was doing blogs too, you know, trying to get better with my writing. That's why I started that because I never was a good writer. And I look back at the original shirt I made in 2017, right? And that was a when I think of that year, sometimes I have really weird flashbacks. That was a hard year for me. That was a really, 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 really hard year for me. And I said, you know what? I can't lose this because I feel like I wasn't finished. I felt like it was an unfinished chapter. I felt like I started and and then, you know, started something and stopped because it wasn't moving me the way I wanted it to move. 
So I recently started up another shirt. I got a prototype. I ordered one. You know, I guess I'm going to see what the world thinks. Because, you know, I do need to make these coins. So I wanted to do a little photo shoot in my new shirt. Promoting the line again. Just bringing it back to life. You know, because I feel like for those, especially our plus size beauties, we're a beautiful women. We are a real women. We are not sitting here starving ourselves. We're loving the curves, the, you know, anything, the cellulite, the stretch marks, whatever we got. We're loving ourselves. And I am so happy it's more accepting to the world where we don't feel like we got to fit in. And because, girl, let me tell you, I used to hate pinning on one of them girdles. Especially when them girdles that scold you so damn tight you couldn't breathe, but you trying to look cute. Like, <sighs> no, that's that wasn't flattering. So new shirts are gonna be available soon. I should be having my shirt hopefully. So it says August, but I believe it'll be here sometime soon. Before then, and um, I guess I'll get back to y'all. The 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 statement on the shirt is I don't come in your size with the quotes like with the quotes around size, and it has my little signature of the brand plus size fixing. Of course, it's a black shirt. I'm more of a black shirt person. I don't know about anybody else. White shirts is easy stained. If not under the arms, if for my girls to wear makeup around the neck, you know, if you're eating something. I know black gets stained too, but you can always wipe it off. White, once the stains on it, it's a wrap. So it's a black shirt, hot pink right in. So if anyone's interested, you can always go on my Instagram at plus size vixen, not blogger. DM me. It's a pitch up the other, the prototype so far. It's still being worked out. I mean, I like that, but, you know, once I see it in person, I can actually feel it. If I need to tweak some things, I sure will. I hope this podcast did something for you. Hope you share it, listen to it, just gain some knowledge, become a better you, and just be great. Because that's what life is all about. Being great, loving yourself, and just, you gotta, we gotta learn to motivate ourselves. You have to be your own self-motivation because if you got kids or if you work with kids or anybody people look up to us sometimes and you don't always want to be looked up to as somebody who was like never pushing themselves to get to where they need to be and be one of them old people like huh if i could have changed the hands of time i one thing i used to couldn't not stand here when growing up is if i could do it all over again if i could do it all over again and you know and maybe i was a smart mouth child but i used to be like well do what over again and i'd be like oh life or oh if i knew what i knew now i'd be like so what did you know like i was always on questioning stuff because i feel like well you still living now you could still change around anything while you still living now, once you're dead and gone, of course you can't. But why you still living? You could change around. I don't care what age you is. I know people who decided to go back to college because that was something they wanted to do in their 50s and 60s. I know people who got married in their 50s and 60s. I know people who decided to have babies in their 40s. So your age don't depict how great you can be. It's you. Maybe in your 20s you wasn't ready for it. Maybe in your 30s you wasn't ready for it. But whenever you're ready to change, that's because you are motivated. You said, yo, age is nothing but a number. I'm ready now. Maybe you had to fall down a couple of times to finally really get back up the right way. And ain't nothing wrong with that. So keep pushing. Be great. 
and hopefully i'll hear from y'all soon episode 16 have a great day everyone